Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome to Catholic Education Plus. I'm Father Tom Burke, the pastor of St. Mary Magdalene Parish, serving the communities of the East End, Point Breeze, Homewood, and Wilkinsburg sections of the city of Pittsburgh, and also the pastor of St. Benedict the Moore Parish in the Hill District. This morning, we shine our spotlight on St. James Catholic School in Swickley a place that's very near and dear to my heart, where I was the pastor for uh, six years. St. James School was founded back in 1913, and initially was first led by the Sisters of St. Joseph of Baden. Back in 2017, uh, St. James became part of the North Hills Regional Catholic Elementary School System, and it serves families in several school districts, including Quaker Valley, Moon, Ambridge area, Hopewell, and others. It, and it sends many of its graduates on to Catholic high schools, including Our Lady of the Sacred Heart High School in Coriopolis. Known for its Catholic identity, academic excellence, strong, strong sports, go Cougars, and top-notch facilities, St. James School in Swickley receives solid support from its current pastor, Father Bryant Noel. Here to tell us more this morning is Dr. Brad Squiger, who is the principal of St. James School in Swickley. Brad, welcome this morning to Catholic Education Plus. Thank you. Thank you for having me on. And uh, it's it's been a great honor to talk to you. You're doing such a phenomenal job. Uh, obviously, you and I, we didn't work uh, together. Uh, you came on board right after I left, but I served uh, the former St. James Parish, which is now part of Divine Redeemer uh, from... Correct. 2012 to 2018. So it's it's a wonderful, wonderful uh, area in Swickley. My heart's uh, still there. A lot of wonderful people. And of course, the school, St. James School, uh, is just phenomenal. So it's great to have you on my show uh, this, this Sunday morning. Now, Brad, a, a big question that we're asking every educator, especially these days, is how's it going this year as you try to keep everyone safe and the students learning uh, during this COVID-19 pandemic? That's a great question. It's, uh, it has been a difficult uh, journey, a, a struggle at times. Um, thankfully, we have great faculty who have worked very hard to follow all of the CDC state and local protocols. Um, we've had to create an online learning classroom in every grade and subject uh, and teach that um, asynchronously, uh, or the asynchronous learning model, which for those of you who may not know, it's uh, where you have in-class and online learning happening at the same time with our goal being that both two sets of students would receive the exact same instruction. Now, St. James School is known for its Catholic values. Can you tell our listeners about that? Well, yeah, uh, we are very strong in our faith. Um, we have, uh, we, we believe that Jesus is the living model of our school, um, and we have a strong service program, which we uh, use to connect our students to the community. We believe that is very important. Um, one of the things uh, that we have uh, really tried to work on uh, this year in the pandemic year is our buddy program and how we can keep those younger kids connected with our older kids um, so that our older kids get that 
that sense of leadership, get that sense of ownership over how they act. And um, we have that opportunity to really have them, you know, live out Christ's message to those younger kids. We think that's very important here. Absolutely. Now, Brad, every year you pay special attention to the second and eighth graders uh, because, of course, those students are receiving their sacraments uh, in second grade, uh, first reconciliation and their first Holy Communion, and in eighth grade uh, they receive confirmation. How do, you, uh, how do you and the faculty help prepare for them for the sacraments? Well, we have, uh, we have a great set of faculty, first of all, and that's always the key, uh, who are role models of our faith. Um, you know, as you mentioned, second and eighth grade are benchmark years. Um, uh, in second grade, of course, it's their first um, confession, or first reconciliation, and uh, first Holy Communion. And um, you know, we we really work on the basics. Um, uh, I've had Father Noel in the class a couple of times, and and I'm so proud of my second graders when they can recite their act of contrition flawlessly. It makes me look good. <laughs> um, and in the eighth grade, um, you know, we again we have the the religion program here. At, uh, at, at St. James, but we also try to have those eighth graders work in leadership roles. Um, something that you probably know a lot about is our eighth graders always lead us every year in the Our Lady of Guadalupe presentation, yeah. which I am proud to say happened again this year, even in a pandemic year. Um, and uh, and our, our eighth graders will also be uh, leading Stations of the Cross as we get into our, um, our holy season um, here uh, after uh, – but after the third Wednesday in February, so it's coming up quick here. Um, so, again, all of our students still attend Mass, even socially distant. Um, all of our students, um, we still make sure that all students uh, receive the Eucharist. Uh, we, we had to break, because of the pandemic, we had to break them down so that half go to the church, half go down to live Mass one week, like the, you probably understand, the upstairs of the middle school. Right. And then the next week, the downstairs of the younger kids go and then the parish, Divine Redeemer, has been live streaming those masses. So then I can have the teachers who don't have the kids coming down actually live stream the mass. And then um, and they watch it on the smart boards. And then uh, Father Noel, after mass, he comes around with, um, with the sacrament of the Eucharist and the host and is then able to pass it to every class, have a little prayer session with every class. So, you know, it's, it's not just the second, eighth grade. Those are important, but we're still, you know, practicing and making sure that faith is happening inside the classrooms. And, um, you know, Father Noel has been great, great on, on helping us out with that. He is. He's great. He's a great guy, great pastor, a good friend of mine. Um, and that's good that the, they still do the all-school masses. Obviously, only so many kids can be in the building, but because the school and the church are connected through the gathering space there, they never have to go outside. So especially in the winter months, uh, they can literally just come over into church, and then uh, those who are um, watching the Mass via their smart boards in the, in the school classroom, they're still getting the school Mass. So the whole school participates, obviously, in a different uh, model. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, you have to think outside the box, and that's great that you can do that. Um, two of seven of my nephews are graduates of St. James School. Uh, Thomas Dank is now a senior at St. Mm-hmm. LaSalle, and um, Keegan Schuller is a junior at City High Charter School, and both Thomas and Keegan just uh, thrived with their education at St. James, and it's really good that they, they have that Our Lady of Guadalupe uh, school play. Um, the 7th and 8th graders help when we have the 55-plus uh, senior citizens have their luncheon. They help with the serving and the cleaning up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
and which of course has um, not happened this year, unfortunately. Right, exactly. But things like that—that's good for the kids to learn about service outside the classroom and interact with with the public too. That that's great. Now, Brad, you have a wonderful, interesting background. You taught both in public and Catholic high schools, and having served uh, most recently as the assistant principal at the former Vincentian Academy there in the North Hills. What are some of the advantages of teaching in a Catholic school? for instance, uh, smaller classes versus uh, the big, large public schools? Well, that's a, it's an interesting question. The first two years of my professional career, as you mentioned, were, were spent in the public schools. And, and when I was in those public schools, I, I noticed an interesting dynamic that would happen. And you would have kids walking through the hallways with their heads down, trying not to be noticed. Mm. Um, you know, as, as an educator and as a person of, of faith, that was very disturbing and troubling to me, uh, which, uh, as, um, as happened, uh, you know, I got a call from Vincentian Academy who wanted to hire me as a full-time teacher, um, you know, Sister Camille, uh, shout out to Sister Camille over at Vincentian, um, hired me. Uh, so I taught there for nine years, and, and I didn't see that happening. I saw kids who were, you know, in it together. You have those kids who are able to form relationships not just across, not just with kids in their grade, but kids cross grades, which, you know, you talked about, I talked about the buddy program um, just a little bit before, you know, how important that is to get different age groups of kids talking to one another. That way you can really start developing that, um, that, that program of being the role model. And those older kids start taking ownership. I think I had mentioned of being that role model. And, and that's what Catholic schools do for us. They create that sense of community for us. Uh, and then you mentioned smaller class sizes because we have those smaller class sizes. And of course here, something that's common for St. James, as you well know, that some teachers get to teach kids across grade levels, multiple years. And just that ability, the smaller class sizes and the continued relationships, it just helps build those relationships that these teachers have with these kids to help be that role model that I had mentioned earlier and help live out that, that message that, that, that we stand for, which is Christ's message. You mentioned something that really struck me about, you know, seeing kids not talking, um, always keeping their head down, um, always on their cell phones, you know, with, uh, uh, with social media, obviously the communication skills and being a broadcaster and communication major, um, and being an uncle, you know, I see my, my own nephews, the social skills is so important that kids, you know, need to look up, speak to people, talk to people eye to eye, uh, have that communication, not just hide behind the computer, or hide behind uh, this, the cell phone. Um, mm-hmm. And I think in a Catholic setting like that, with the, the loving and nurturing environment, the smaller class sizes, the interaction that the, the students have with their peers, plus with the faculty and the staff, you're not like they're, they're not not lost in the shuffle there, and that makes them uh, be able to to practice public speaking and to talk uh, versus just hiding behind their phone. Would you agree, Brad? I'm sorry. Would you agree to that? You know, with oh, the I would. Ab- I would absolutely agree to that. I absolutely agree to that. Um, it, it's it, again, it's about. You know, living that message. Christ came to us to be, you know, a living part of us. Not, you know, not getting a text every, you know, um, you know, a text right. every, you know, like God texted me or something like that. You know, it's uh, no. This is real. Jesus is here. Um, 
you know, you can form those, you know, let us, let us experience what it's like to be human, part of the human condition, human race. Absolutely. Yeah. We have lots more to talk about. We'll take a break. You're listening to Catholic Education Plus with Father Tom Burke here on KDK Radio. We'll be back in a moment. Welcome back to Catholic Education Plus. I'm Father Tom Burke, the pastor of St. Mary Magdalene Parish, uh, serving Point Breeze, Homewood, Wilkinsburg, and the East End sections of the city of Pittsburgh, and also the pastor at St. Benedict the Moore Parish in the Hill District. And this morning we are featuring St. James Catholic School in Swickley, and with me this morning is Dr. Brad Swiger, who is the principal at St. James. Uh, Brad, you have a big week coming up uh, tomorrow. Uh, we start a brand new month, uh, February 1st, and it's also a big week, Catholic Schools Week. Um, obviously, with COVID, uh, it has to be a little bit different this year. How will you celebrate uh, at St. James School um, in publicizing your school during Catholic Schools Week? Well, uh, that's, again, going to be a challenge. Um, we, <laughs> we, we are going to try to maintain all of our normal activities um, uh, however, in a different way. For example, you know, normally today we would have our um, our Sunday morning mass, as you've probably been a part of right. for, mm-hmm. for the six years. We're not going to be able to do that this year because Divine Redeemer just cannot accommodate all the uh, all the parents and students and everybody in. So we're going to hold a, a, a virtual open house that will actually open today uh, at noon. Um, it will be uh, open house. It's not in person. Uh, we have shot a video from around from each of our classes and all of our teachers, uh, narrated by myself. Uh, and each of the teachers are going to have a PowerPoint slide to go with those videos. And we are going to post this up on the St. James website. Um, we are also going to send out notifications via social media, such as Facebook. Um, we are also going to have this in the parish bulletin um, and on the parish website and email blasts as well. So that's, uh, that's exciting. That will happen on later today. Um, and we, uh, we, we plan to do all the other normal stuff that we do, like uh, having our ice cream social. We're just going to do it in a little different way. Uh, we're going to have our uh, bingo. We're just going to do it over, over uh, a Google Meet um, and have somebody calling it out, some, uh, all the kids up in the rooms having their bingo cards. Um, we're still going to do our treats, um, you know, done, uh, uh, you know, pack, prepackaged, nothing, you know, to try to minimize the touch. Uh, and we're going to try something new this year, which is we're going to hold a virtual art expo uh, with Ooh. a nationally renowned uh, artist, art teacher. His name is Mark Kistler, whose um, uh, who's, uh, students have gone on to work for places like Disney and Pixar. Um, so we've got an exciting week coming up. It's always been a fun week, you know, and uh, crazy sock day. And it, it's just like each day <laughs> it's like one big party all week, but it celebrates uh, Catholic Schools Week. It's a great uh uh, open house type of thing, obviously, with um, COVID, it's a little bit different here. But, uh, hey, the celebration has to go on, and it's a great week. And uh, the parents, the faculty, and the staff, and the students uh, always look forward uh, to celebrating Catholic Schools Week. Now, as I mentioned uh, in the first part of the broadcast, I was the pastor at St. James uh, Parish and School uh, for six years, uh, t- 2012 to 2018. And in 2017, uh the model of the uh, regional system kicked in for St. Mm-hmm. James. So this is the fourth year that St. James School has now been part of the North Hills Regional Catholic Elementary School system. How has this benefited uh, St. James School being part of the regional school system? Well, the biggest, reason, the biggest area that has really helped us, um, and I think it's going to help all schools in this model moving forward, is collaboration. Mm-hmm. When you were in the large system, it was so hard to collaborate with other 
um, principals and other teachers throughout the diocese because, you know, bringing everybody together in, in a large, you know, larger room, is, it's, it's tough. Um, so, you know, we're, we're large enough to extend to a lot of students. For, uh, I believe we have a little over a thousand students across the region, but we're small enough to be able to react um, and to react to change, for example, the, the COVID changes. Um, uh, and we were able to do that by, you know, having, you know, weekly principals meetings with all the other principals and, you know, I meet with the four other principals in the schools on a weekly basis. And we're able to talk and exchange ideas. Um, from, uh, uh, from a financial standpoint, it has helped because we've been able to work on, uh, something that you know about, Father, the, the parish subsidies. We're trying yes. to work on ways to reduce that so that it's more manageable for all of us combined. Um, we've worked on unified marketing campaigns and, uh, we in the region are actually going to be, um, a, a test pilot for a new learning management system. Um, we're going to try to launch something that will work on top of or in conjunction with the Google Classrooms, which we are up and using. Um, so that, that we, all of these things coming together has benefited um, benefited St. James. And as I said, I think on a larger scale, it's going to be, benefit all the schools. Yeah. And it's good And being part of the East Regional School System here in the Point Breeze uh, East End section. You know, I've seen that with our East Region collaborating. And then just this past year, the South Hills region uh, developed, and then eventually there'll be a west uh, region, uh, the airport uh, Beaver Valley mm-hmm. corridor. So definitely, instead of each school running uh, separately and independent and actually competing against each other, it's good to have the regional system to work with uh, collaboration, cost-effectiveness, purchasing, you know, with, with supplies, mm-hmm. paper products, cleaning supplies, and having a regional director uh, oversee it. Uh, we're working with the principals versus um, the parish model, definitely. It's how mm-hmm. the Catholic high school systems have been working over the years. So the regional model, obviously, is is definitely as a pastor, I see it as a more of a more efficient. Now, St. James School always uh, focuses on uh, service, and can you tell our listeners about the service projects that our St. James students have done over the years, and why it's important for them and the school? Well, again, it's, it's all part of that um, uh, connecting with the community. Um, you know, uh, last year or years past, I think uh, uh, our religious teachers um, started a letter writing campaign with the Sisters of St. Joseph, who you mentioned in the in the open today, have uh, were the founders of the school, and, and we got that you know that dialogue happening between our students and the sisters who are just up the street here. Um, this year, we're working on some um, service projects where we're going to create cards and gift bags for our local first responders here in Swickley, both the fire and the EMTs. Um, we have um, you know, something, we, we, something that's near and dear to our heart, animal shelters. Um, we just had a tragic loss of an animal here in, in the area. Uh, so our early elementary kids are going to be working on creating some donations for animal shelters. Um, so, again, it's, it's this connection to the community. It's, it's um, reaching out, being a part of that community, um, which I think we talked about right before the break. Now, you have an interesting junior achievement partnership with uh, Olsh, Our Lady of the Sacred Heart High School in Coriopolis. How does that work, and does it get some students interested in, in attending Olsh because there's that nice partnership? Well, well, it does, and it was actually something you had uh, mentioned a couple minutes ago about, uh, you know, the, the high schools and the connection between the K-8 schools and the high schools. We, we are feeders to those schools, so we, we want to try to get our kids 
you know, seeing and understanding what's happening at, at Olsh, for example, which is a school that we primarily feed. Um, the JA program uh, links those high school students. It brings them back. Um, and it's usually former St. James students that come back and teach the programs. They're the ones that are actually teaching this. Um, uh, if anybody doesn't understand the junior achievement, it's a business-oriented um, uh, look at society um, and exposes them to these subjects that are sort of beyond the classroom. But, you know, aside from the educational piece, which is important, again, it's building those relationships, which I can never stress enough, building the relationships with those Catholic schools. So, we, again, we create that, 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 that desire for our kids to want to go over to Olsh and, and be a part of what they're doing over there so that, you know, we're working as a, as a cohesive team here um, between all levels of Catholic education. So, again, so we can promote and hopefully grow Catholic education here in Pittsburgh. Absolutely. One more final question, because we have uh, just under a little bit, uh, 30 seconds to go here. For families who would like to find more about St. James School, uh, especially during Catholic Schools Week, how can they get in touch with you? Um, well, you can always Google St. James School Swickley. That's the easy way. Um, our email is um, uh, uh, stjamesschool, and that's with two S's, all spelled out, stjamesschool.us. Um, and we also have uh, on the regional website, which N is nhrces.org forward slash James. So either one of those ways, you can get in touch with us, and we look forward to uh, uh, seeing you here at St. James. Great. Dr. Brad Swiger, the principal of St. James School in Swickley, thanks for being with us this morning. Thank you so much, Father. Have a great day. We'll be back in a moment on KDK Radio. This week in our Plus segment, we are featuring the fourth Sunday in Ordinary Time. We continue reading in the Gospels uh, during this Ordinary Time season, the early ministry years of Jesus. Right after the baptism of the Lord, uh, Jesus gets uh, busy, ready to go to work, uh, preaching and teaching and calling his apostles to come and follow him. And this morning's Gospel from Mark Uh, Jesus teaches uh, in his hometown of Capernaum in the synagogue and expels an unclean spirit from a man. He teaches uh, on the Sabbath, and all those who heard him were completely astonished. St. Mark indicates that in the beginning years of Jesus' ministry, his fame spread quickly, and he was very successful because of his eloquent preaching, his teaching, uh, his way of healing people, he became very popular. And that's a good um, gospel to reflect on this weekend, how Jesus heals us and comforts us, especially during this COVID-19 pandemic and comforts us, but also calls all of us to come and follow him. We'll see you in two weeks. Thank you for listening to Catholic Education Plus. I'm Father Tom Burke. We'll be back in two weeks. Have a great week.